Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freak of nature to me. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Well, good afternoon and welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us on Wednesday, October 25th, the final show of uh, Wednesday. Or the final show of Wednesday, the final show of October here on Overtime. Hope you're doing well. How about that fog this morning? That was fun, huh? Starting to feel like fall a little bit, and we are ready to get into the last week of high school football regular season, the last week of volleyball season uh, in high school and in college. Uh, college soccer regular season is over. It's that time of year. The season's changing. The sports are changing. Uh, basketball season's ramping up. Wrestling at the high school levels ramping up. It uh, it's it's just that time. It's just that time of year. But it also makes it fun uh, as we get into the playoffs for high school football and volleyball, which we'll talk about coming up. What is going on? First of all, we'll start out with uh, recognition as we... Have another local player nominated for an Ed Doherty medallion. Uh, The Arizona Sports and Entertainment Commission and its managed entity, the Grand Canyon State Gridiron Club, have announced 12 recipients in Week 10 of Ed Doherty medallions, recognizing outstanding performances from games played the week of October 16th. And and that's a little bit uh, a little bit true. But this time of the year, uh, the committee tries to nominate players who have had whose body of work over the season has warranted them be nominated for a Ed Doherty award as well. So here are the 12 that were nominated this week. And this might be the first freshman we've had nominated uh, central high school quarterback, Cam Allen. He played just three quarters and he broke central single game re- single game record with six touchdown passes Completed 16 of 23 attempts for 355 in a 62-14 win over Betty Fairfax. Not bad for a freshman, huh? Also, Scottsdale Christian Academy senior quarterback Jack Atkinson completed 18 of 23 for 361 and five touchdown passes in the Eagles' 68-12 win over Madison Highland Prep. Nico Boncor Montoya, a junior wide receiver at Cactus High School, in the Cobra's 48-45 overtime win against Sunrise Mountain, Boncor Montoya had 179 yards and two touchdowns on 10 catches as he is closing in on his second consecutive 1,000-yard receiving season. And uh, to the, our, our local player, Mikey Casillas, senior running back at Marinci High School. Casillas ran for 100 yards and one touchdown on 22 carries and a 31-20 win over Sabino. He currently stands 15th all-time on Arizona's career rushing list with 5,375 career yards. So that is 
that that's one of those body of work nominations. I mean, 100 yards and a touchdown. I think that puts him at 100 yards in every single game this year with one more to play this week against Thatcher. So congratulations to Mikey Casillas, a senior running back from Tanka Verde High School, Gavin Gilbert. He played running back and linebacker, rushed for 206 yards and two touchdowns on 22 carries and had 10 solo or 10 tackles and one sack in a 33 win, 32-3 win over Glendale Prep. Senior quarterback from Chandler High School, Blake Heffron, was 25 of 33 for 332 yards and a and six touchdowns and a 47-42 loss to Basha. Thunderbird junior running back Elijah Little had 222 yards on 25 carries and five touchdowns in their win over Buckeye. Notre Dame prep junior wide receiver Cooper Perry in a 32-21 win over Cactus Shadows, had 10 catches for 192 yards and two touchdowns. Noah Petrushki, senior quarterback at Lee Williams High School, was 15-20 for 301 yards and four touchdowns and rushed for 67 and two more in a 58-13 win over Flagstaff. Junior St. Cyr, a senior running back at Mesa, ran for 258 yards on 22 carries in three touchdowns and a 42-18 win over Cesar Chavez. He is currently the leading rusher among 6A schools with 1,200 total yards. Keaton Stam, senior linebacker at Liberty, had 17 solo tackles and one and a half, or 17 tackles and one and a half sacks and a 31-3 win over Saguaro. And Cree Thomas, a junior defensive back for Brophy College Prep, had two interceptions in a 28-21 win over Corona Del Sol. So those are this week's 12 Nominees for Ed Doherty Awards, they will all get their medallions and be invited to the big shindig in December in Scottsdale, which those there's the local the local families that have been to that all rave about how cool of an environment it is. And I actually saw um, somebody locally comment about how how cool of a environment that one is in Scottsdale. That event will be. Let's look, look, December 9th at the Scottsdale Plaza Resort. There are tickets available. As it gets closer, we'll add, uh, put up some information about that. That is where the Ed Doherty Trophy will be handed out to the state's best high school football player. In previous years, former winners have been there to talk with the team in the green room. I think last year it was uh, most of the tight ends from ASU. Uh, Todd Heap was there. Uh, Miller was there. In years past, Brock Purdy and and Bijan Robinson have been there as well. All former winners of this award. So that'll be cool. Uh, this is the last week that those nominations will be handed out. Uh, it is only a regular season award, so playoff games do not count towards nominations. So just keep that in mind. This will be the last week that uh, the Ed Doherty nomination committee will be able to nominate players. So we got, we got two players in the Gila Valley nominated this year, Christian Carter and Mikey Casillas, both running backs, one at Thatcher, one at Sa- one at Marinci, who incidentally play each other this week. Let's get to three, eight football scores from last Friday night. Page beat Winslow 28 to seven ALA Ironwood over Santan foothills, 36 to 14 Ben Franklin beat Gilbert Christian 14 to seven Tempe over Borgade Catholic, 53-12. Chinley beat Ganado, 32-19. Florence over Crisman, 41-0. Round Valley beat Fountain Hills, 51-7. to 
ALA West Foothills beat Kofa 35-6. Mojave over River Valley 48-6. Marinci in that 31-28 thrilling come-from-behind win over Sabino 31-28. Valley Christian beat Payson 41-7. Thatcher beat Push Ridge 16-10. Blue Ridge beat Sholo 30-0. Wickenburg over Chino Valley 67-0. And Paradise Honors beat Yuma 50-7. In 3A action. 2A football action last week. Alchesay beat Globe 18-15. Tonopah over Antelope Union 52-15. Tombstone beat Bisbee 36-20. In a game where there was over 45 penalties and multiple ejections. Nothing like a good old Tombstone-Bisbee game on a Friday night, right? Arate Prep 41-0 over Coronado. Cortez beat Kingman Academy 41-22. Tankaverde beat Glendale Prep 30-3. Camp Verde beat Highland Prep 68-26. Holbrook over Pinon 42-0. Red Mesa beat Hopi 16-12. Scottsdale Christian over Madison Highland 68-12. Arizona Lutheran beat Miami 63-13. Phoenix Christian over Mountainside 37-0. Palo Verde beat Catalina 34-14. Parker over St. John Paul II 42-0. Pima beat San Carlos 67-0. Trivium beat San Pasquale 76-12. Santan Charter beat NFL Yet 73-0. Santa Cruz beat Chandler Prep 54-6. Scottsdale Prep beat Shadow Mountain 17-13. Valley Sanders over Mini Farms 45-0. Veritas Prep beat Valley Lutheran 42-6. And Wilcox shut out Benson 35-0. And in doing so, for Wilcox, they won themselves their region and will get into the state playoffs because in 2A, conference champions all get into the playoffs. 1A high school football. Results from the opening round. El Capitan beat Valley Union 60-16. to That's a rough one after a nine-hour bus ride, or nine-and-a-half-plus-hour bus ride over to Colorado City from Alfreda to get beat 60-16. to Muggion beat Williams 64-12. to Mojave accelerated over Baba Kivri 28-22. And St. David beat San Manuel 44-38. Let's look at that uh, 2A before we move into this week's schedule, let's look at that 2A standings because we know in 3A, everybody's going that's 1 through 16. There's not going to be any bumps. But in 2A, the conference champions will get in. So Holbrook beat Pinon and will win the 2A Little Colorado. Pima uh, has shut out everybody in the 2A Black and went undefeated. 2A San Pedro will be Wilcox as they defeated Benson on Friday night. And they are tied with Tanka Verde, but head-to-head, Wilcox won that game, so they will win the 2A San Pedro. Camp Verde is going to win the 2A Arafria. Scottsdale Christian wins the 2A Verde. The 2A Salt belongs to Santa Cruz. The 2A Gila to Arizona Lutheran this season. So those teams will automatically get in to the playoffs. But let's look at the rankings and see how that plays out. I've not pulled, I've not looked at the rankings yet, so we will all be uh, looking at the rankings together. Let's start with the 3A rankings after last week. Uh, Mojave stays number one, the only undefeated team in 3A at 9 0. Paradise Honors is number two, Valley Christian is three. Thatcher moves up to number four. ALA West Foothills is five. Blue Ridge stays six. Sabino is seven. Benjamin Franklin is eight. 
Marinci jumps jumps into the top 10 at number 9. Florence is 10th. Push Ridge 11th. River Valley 12. ALA Ironwood is 13. Safford is 14. Gilbert Christian is 15. And Round Valley sits 16th currently. So all those teams would be in if the season ended now. But there is one more, one more week for the 3A. The, and as of right now, everybody in the 3A South is in. Safford at 14, I think, stays in, even with a loss. Just my opinion. They're kind of in the same spot they were last year. Everybody thought they should have got in, but they didn't. They're at 14 now. Nobody can bump them by winning their conference. So, uh, obviously, you beat Push Ridge this week and you're in. But there's a chance that with a loss, they still uh, can get in to the playoffs. So, those are the top 16 in 3A. In 2A, number one is Arizona Lutheran. Number two is Pima. Arizona Lutheran's power rating has grown to almost two full points ahead of Pima. So I'm not sure, even with a win over Santa Cruz on Friday night, that Pima can jump back into the number one spot. I just, without knowing the ranking, I don't, or the algorithm, I don't know if they can. Uh, Scottsdale Christian is three, Santa Cruz is four. So that's going to be two versus four. Friday night, Pima in Santa Cruz. Uh, Santan Charter is five. Scottsdale Christian is six. Tanka Verde is seventh. Tonopah is eighth. Phoenix Christian is ninth. Veritas, tenth. Parker, 11. Tombstone, 12. St. John's is 13. Wilcox is 14. Scottsdale Prep is 15. And Chandler Prep is 16. So Holbrook, who won the their division, is ranked 25th. So there will be... One person get bumped. So as of right now, Chandler preps at 16th. They would be bumped by Holbrook into the playoffs. That if if the season ended that way right now, but obviously there's games to be played this week that would change the outcomes to that. But that is, I mean, that's my favorite part of year. I mean, the regular season's fun. Don't get me wrong. Love the regular season. But last week of the regular season, when there's something on the line, and then the playoffs where it's one and done, the best time of year, if you're a sports fan, in my opinion. We'll take a break. We'll step away. We'll pay some bills. When we come back, we'll look at this week's schedule. We'll see what Cal Prep says on the projection side. We'll talk postseason awards for college soccer and more. Coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you're having a great fall day here in the Gila Valley. Let's jump into this week's football schedule. We'll start with the 1A state playoffs as they have reached the quarterfinals. It will be, these games are all Saturday or Friday night at 7 o'clock. Mojave Accelerated will be at Baghdad. Mugion will be at Cicero Prep. St. David will travel to Hayden, and El Capitan will go down to Salome. In 1A football action this week. 2A football. St. John's is at Alchese. Santan Charter at Arate Prep. Tanka Verde will be at Benson. Bisbee is at Camp Verde. 
Wilcox at Catalina, Heritage Academy of Levine at Chandler Prep, Veritas at Coronado, San Carlos is at Globe, NFL yet gets a 1-0 forfeit victory over Sequoia Pathway, Kingman Academy at Phoenix Christian, Santa Cruz at Pima, that's a big 2A battle, Hopi at Pinon, Parker at San Pasqual, Arizona Lutheran at St. John Paul II, Palo Verde at Tombstone, Madison Highland at Tonopah Valley, Antelope is at Trivian, Holbrook is at Tuba City, and Scottsdale Prep is at Valley Lutheran. This week on the 2A schedule. On the 3A schedule. Monument Valley is at Winslow. Benjamin Franklin at Valley Christian. Marinci at Thatcher for the 3A South Championship. Borgate Catholic is at Santan Foothills. Push Ridge at Safford. Mojave is at Sabino. That's a one versus six matchup in that one. Chino Valley is at River Valley. Sholo is at Payson. That's always a big matchup. Kofa at Paradise Honors. Chin Lee at Page. Dysart at ALA West Foothills. Round Valley will be at Blue Ridge. Crimson is at Coolidge. ALA Ironwood at Florence. Window Rock at Ganado, Tempe at Gilbert Christian, Wickenburg is at Kingman, and like we said, Kofa at Paradise Honors. So that is the 3A schedule this week. And uh, we posted it on social media, but we'll talk about it here too. Uh, as everybody knows, the Arizona Diamondbacks won game seven last night, so they are headed to the World Series for the first time in 22 seasons. And we had to do this 22 seasons ago, but... Nobody that's played football in the last 22 seasons <laughs> remembers this. Uh, but uh, the Diamondbacks here on KETO will take priority. So we will air every World Series game with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And that includes Friday night's game one against the Rangers at 5 o'clock. Meaning we will not have a high school football broadcast this Friday night. And uh, we will be doing updates on our social media. You can follow me on Overtime with Lee Patterson on Facebook. Uh, Radio Guy AZ99 on Twitter. We'll be... Uh, doing updates of I will be at the Thatcher uh, Marinci game but uh, we will be doing updates from there on social media and then if hopefully it does not go game seven because game seven will be next Friday as well so uh, hoping that uh, the World Series does not go seven games but we'll get into the World Series a little bit later we'll talk about it Uh, right now let's look at Cal Preps my favorite new website in their predictions this week in games with local ties in the 2A San Pedro they predict Tanka Verde to beat Benson 28 to 12 Tombstone to beat Palo Verde 48 to 10 Wilcox over Catalina 48 to 3 in that one They've also got Veritas beating Coronado, 62 to nothing. 3A football. They have Florence beating ALA Ironwood, 28-14. They've got Blue Ridge over Round Valley, 26 to 20. And Payson over Sholo, 24 to 20. That is their predictions. Um... 
Benjamin Franklin at Valley Christian. They've got Valley Christian winning that game 26-17. 3A South, they predict Push Ridge to beat Safford 31-21 and Thatcher to beat Marinci 20-10 in that one. That is their predictions. Uh, Cal Preps. The Pima-Santa Cruz game is a non-league game, so it's down here at the bottom. Uh, Santa Cruz Valley at Pima. They've got Pima winning that game 28-20. That is the prediction from Cal Preps this week. And then they do not predict 1A playoffs. So that is their predictions. Should be good. I still think, I really do think that everybody in the 3A South, based on strength of schedule, will get into the playoffs. And if that was the case, the 3A playoffs would look like this. We will not see an update to any of the 2A or 3A rankings until Sunday, Saturday morning. The live bracket show between 8 and 10 a.m. on Saturday is when they will release the official brackets. So this is the last rankings that we will see before they do the bracket bracket shows and release so if the 3a ended right now 116 would be mojave versus round valley 15 2 would be gilbert christian versus paradise honors 314 would be valley christian versus safford 413 would be thatcher versus ala ironwood 12 5 would be river valley ala west foothills 611 would be blue ridge and push ridge 710 would be sabino and florence in the 8-9 game would be ben franklin and marinci if, if it ended right now, if on the 2A, it's a little bit harder to predict since there's going to be some bump, bumping around with Holbrook winning their region. So I'll try my best. 116 would be Arizona Lutheran and Holbrook. 15 would be Pima and Scottsdale Prep. The 14-13 game, three game would be Scottsdale Christian and Wilcox. Santa Cruz and St. John's. Tombstone Santan Charter, Parker versus Camp Verde, Veritas versus Tanka Verde, and Tonopah and Phoenix Christian. Those would be if I have I have seen, and this is a conspiracy theory. I have no hard evidence that I have seen rankings not change after final games. I have seen that that regardless of outcomes, rankings have stayed the same. Almost as if the brackets are completed before the games are. Almost. From the outside, looking in appears that way some years. So, we'll see. Um, Let's switch gears over to Eastern Arizona College. The college soccer season is over the regular season and the men's season over uh, completely but eastern arizona college men's soccer player anthony barrios was named the national njcaa division one men's soccer player of the week after scoring three goals in an ea win last week barrios finished the regular season with his best performance of the year scoring a season high three goals in a nine nothing win over gateway on tuesday barrios becomes the second accac player to earn national njcaa honors after Arizona Western's Terry Matakita earned the honor two weeks ago. So congratulations. He went to Tucson High. He's a Tucson High graduate. Anthony Barrios is. And he is the National Division I Player of the Week. So congratulations to him. 
And uh, the postseason awards for women's soccer this year, Ashley Martinez, the head coach at Arizona Western, was the coach of the year. Or the player of the year, I'm sorry. The coach of the year was Scottsdale's Tommy Hurdle. The first team, all ACCAC, Eastern Arizona College, got Emma Lindsay, a forward, and also Maddie Haslam, a midfielder. So two Gila Monsters in their first season ever on the first team, all ACCAC. On second team, now Yasuda, a defender for the Monsters, also on that list. First team, all region one, Maddie Haslam at midfield, Emma Lindsay at forward. Region one, division two, or that's uh, region one, division two. So yeah, that is the, that is the player. So congratulations to those three on the postseason awards on the women's side. On the men's side for Eastern Arizona College, the coach, the coach of the year was Terry, or excuse me, the player of the year from Arizona Western for the rest of the postseason awards. First team ACCAC men's soccer, Anthony Barrios is defender makes the all ACCAC team. Second team uh, does not include uh, Gila monster honorable mention Renardo Berger for the Gila monsters region one division one t- first team includes Renardo Berger. Leonardo Paso Sacchino and Anthony Barrios, all for the Monsters. So congratulations to them on their postseason awards. Tonight is sophomore night at Eastern Arizona College for volleyball. Uh, they will be taking on Yavapai at 7 o'clock, and they'll have the both players of the week on the floor tonight. The Offensive Player of the Week in the conference, Eastern Arizona's Olivia Lunt. Lunt led the Gila Monsters to a pair of wins last week, totaling 24 kills and a 333 hitting percentage in nine sets played. Lunt had 10 kills and a 3-1 win over Central Arizona on Wednesday before recording 14 kills and a 3-2 win over Glendale two nights later. And on the defensive side of things, Quincy Camard from Eastern Arizona had 26 digs averaging 2.6 a set during the Gila Monsters two win week last week Kamard tallied 15 digs in a force in four sets and a 3-1 win over Central to open the week before recording 11 digs in a 3-2 win over on Friday over Glendale so congratulations to both of them this season we've got one more break here scheduled When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the World Series here on KATO. That and more coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, we will have uh, game one of the World Series Friday night here at 5 o'clock on KATO as the Diamondbacks, for the first time in 22 years, have made it to the World Series. They will take on the Texas Rangers. They played each other four times this year. They split, each team winning two. I think it's going to be a good World Series. I I will say that I think that the Diamondbacks have recaptivated fans from Years ago, the team has been mediocre or below since winning the World Series in 01. And some people don't even remember that. I mean, it's been 22 years. There's 
though there has been there are several adults that don't remember the last time the Diamondbacks were at the World Series. I was lucky enough to be at Game Two of that World Series in 2001. Matt Williams hit a long home run to help win that game. So, um, I did look at ticket prices. Not sure I'm going to the World Series this year. Uh, but uh, for those of us who are not, we can listen to it here on KATO. Game one is Friday night, 5.03 first pitch. Game two will be Saturday at 5 o'clock here. Game three will be Monday night at 5. Game four will be Tuesday night at 5. And if needed, game five, Wednesday night at 5. Game six will be Friday night at 5. And game seven would be Saturday night at 5. So I misspoke earlier. I said game seven would be next Friday. It's actually game six that would be next Friday. The Diamondbacks have announced that they will go with Zach Gallen in game number one on the mound. They also have announced they are not coming home after winning the World Series, or winning, are heading to the World Series. They are flying straight to Texas since the game is on Friday night. The Diamondbacks bullpen has been impressive in the postseason. I think they said they haven't given up a run until last night. That is 180 degrees from what they were in the regular season. Um, I do feel like analytics get in the way with Torrey Lovello a little bit too much for my liking as an old baseball guy, but that guy could just be getting old. I mean, when your pitcher's dominating through five innings, usually you let them throw the sixth inning, but um, hopefully that does not get in the way in the World Series. Um, But... I like the Diamondbacks' chances as good as the Rangers' chances in this one. It should be fun. It would be what a story, what a Cinderella story it would be if the Diamondbacks do, in fact, win the World Series this year. And, you know, on a side story, for those of you that have listened to KETO for years, Greg Schulte, the governor, in his final season, it's a lot like Al McCoy last year for the Suns, tried to uh, get him a championship before he went out. out the, the governor does have one in that 01 season, but this is his final season on the mic. He announced that he was going to retire when the Diamondback season was over. The season's not over yet. So uh, Greg Schulte, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet too. So I'm happy for him to be continuing to call Diamondbacks games on the network, which includes here on KATO. So lots of games this weekend, but Whatever one you go to, be safe. Uh, come say hi if you see me out and about Friday night. I, I I may skip around games. Matter of fact, I may be I may be go check out all of them. I, I've not been able to do that um, in a while in person. But be safe wherever you go. Last week of regular season, and then it is playoff time, which is the best time of year. So we will bring it all to you here on KATO Diamondbacks on Friday night. Suns or Suns on tomorrow night. Diamondbacks on Friday night, Cardinals on Sunday. A lot going on. We'll see ya. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now, if you'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.